open up that crystal Pepsi and get comfortable. This is Dope Nostalgia. Hundred and thirty-seven episodes, and this is Dope Nostalgia, and I'm your host Naomi. Now we have a special guest today who was a member of the mixtape tour, touring with Illtown Sluggers in the Slugger Lounge, opening up the shows every single night on the mixtape tour. Ryan Lane joins us today. Now he is a member of Illtown Sluggers. He does a lot of the vocals on their tracks as well as. Two thirds of Naughty by Nature, which is KG and Uncle Vinny, Vinrock. They even had Griffin McIntyre upcoming and playing for certain shows as well. So they had an amazing time. And Ryan's going to tell us a lot about the tour today, as well as what else he's got cooking. So it's such a pleasure to have Ryan here with us today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Ryan Lane in this Wikipedia moment. Wikipedia moment. What I'm going to share with you today is InspireMag.com's article on Ryan Lane's journey to becoming a solo artist. Ryan Lane started a career in music at a very young age as he joined the Harlem Boys Choir as a featured member. With this early opportunity, he could develop his own unique style early on, build upon his strengths and weaknesses as an artist, and finally even have the chance to perform with artists such as Whitney Houston, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and the Backstreet Boys. Ryan Lane's early connection and experience with such legendary musical figures continued to help Ryan Lane develop his musical style and helped enable him to become a solo artist. In 2007, Ryan Lane joined the R&B group Project 718, where they signed their first deal with Capitol Records. However, Ryan used this experience to learn what was available to him, and so in 2012, he decided it was time to start his career as a solo artist. Since then, he hasn't looked back, constantly working to exhibit the unique sound he has developed because of his immense experience in the industry. Even during the COVID pandemic, he released his single Forever while creating the music video for the song at the same time. So clearly his work ethic is not a weak spot and it shows in his frequent collaborations and efforts to create the best work possible. Right now, he is creating and collaborating with Illtown Sluggers, like I mentioned earlier, that's two thirds of Naughty by Nature. And we have Ryan here today to tell us all about what he's been up to. Oh my goodness, the mixtape tour. Could not believe it. Now we know that Ryan's not technically an artist from the 90s, but he has a lot of 90s influences. And we speak about some of those things as well as everybody he was touring with was so very 90s. So please, everybody, welcome Ryan Lane to the show. Sorry, how you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, I love your background. Thank you. This is the <laughs> Legends Wall. This that is, is the Legends Wall. Thank you. That is sweet. So are you on a day off right now from the mixtape tour? I am on a day off here. I actually just walked in from the gym. I got my, my um, gym clothes on. I ran a couple errands. I looked at the time, like, I got to get home. So I walked in here like 3.50 and just got together real quick. So well, that's perfect. Yeah. Hey, I'm really glad you took the time to do this for me. Thank you for being on Dope Nostalgia. So I don't know how much Katrina has told you already about this show, but we're like a podcast that kind of like focuses on what happened in the 90s, but we also talk about what artists are doing now. So when things all started for you as a musician, you were a member of the revered Harlem Boys Choir, correct? Yeah, 
I was in a Harlem Boys Choir, yeah. Is that a really hard audition to get? How does that go down? Um, was it a hard audition? I think the audition process, I made it harder for myself than I um, it was supposed to be, to be honest with you. So I remember um, hearing about the, about, the, um, about the Harlem Boys Choir. I was watching the Disney Channel one day. I don't know how old I was, but um, the Backstreet Boys was doing like a concert or some type of thing with the Disney Channel, right? Hmm. And um, they had the song perfect fan um <gasps> that they right mm -hmm. so um I, re I remember having the album of the backstreet boys i remember i liked that song because i mean it was about our moms being our biggest fan or what have you yeah. you know um grooming us as musicians and artists and people and all that fun stuff so as i'm watching the show the Backstreet Boys is doing a thing and a Harlem Boys Choir walks on the stage. So at this time, I wasn't even old enough to get in the Harlem Boys Choir. So I used to go to the public library um, as much as I can. And this was a time that um, I remember training myself how to fill out an application. Mm. I would go to the library. And I'm also on um, I'm also on Instagram Live right now. So as I'm talking to you, like these people are hearing this story for the first time as well, which is interesting. Very so, cool. Um, I filled out this application over and over and over and over and over again until I was old enough to actually audition and go to the school. So I made it a longer process, but um, I did have to audition, and you did have to have um, at least like an eighty-five grade average in order to um enter to school i have both and um i rocked the audition and then i got in so it changed everything for me at that point what a thrill absolutely I and I, I i understand they want to keep everyone's grades up so that's totally makes sense fantastic something you can be very proud of and yes thank you so much it, it really changed my life to be honest with you how did you get those opportunities later to perform with people like Whitney and Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and the Backstreet Boys? What what yeah, went down? Absolutely. So um, the Harlem Boys Choir is a well-known choir. It's been around since like the 80s. And yeah. over the years, we've just always had, we've always had opportunities to, to like do background for, you know, the national anthem, or you know, if there's a concert going on, for example, this is the other thing I forgot about. So the Harlem Boys Choir was on the Kanye West album back in the day, oh. and we did Jesus Walks. Totally forgot I was even involved in that. It was after I saw his documentary on Netflix. I was like, oh shit, like I remember doing that. Like we was. Yeah. Yeah, so it was things like that where we would we would receive a phone call about an opportunity, um, and maybe a banquet, a fundraiser, um, a dinner, or what have you, and you know, someone that um, may be requesting a choir, and the choir was available. The the excuse me, the Harlem Boys Choir has always been available to have those opportunities. So. Um, mm. It was crazy. Like I was performing with these people at a super young age where I was just like, wow, like this is, I'm glad I came here. I always wanted this, you know what I mean? So it was just amazing. I can't imagine getting the, like all of you guys getting that 
call and being told you're going to perform with this person and everybody's probably like freaking out. <laughs> it, it's so funny because um, I would say probably when we first got in, I probably act like that right now. I, if I meet a famous person, my internal is going crazy. Mm. But on the outside, I'm like, okay, cool. We're about to perform with... Um, Stevie Wonder at the Apollo, fine. But you know, um, I, yeah. I just feel like after a while, we just got used to it and we just did it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Um, so now that Illtown Sluggers is together on the road, doing this amazing pre-show concert and the show, like, oh my goodness, I saw you guys three times in California. Have you? Yeah. How did you like it? I was so amazed. It was so much fun. And you, your voice is impeccable. We went, I'm in Canada. So I flew down to California to watch the shows and uh, I'm really glad I did. So getting so together. Wow. Thank you. Oh, getting together with Illtown Sluggers. How did that all come about? So um, how did I get together with the Illtown Sluggers? So it was actually, um, by just chance, for example, I'm going to go way back a little bit. So my team who I've been working with for um, at least over 10 years right now, AD and the Tramp, they're really close friends and um, partners pretty much with KG, Vinny and the whole team. So these people have hits from years ago and just always been music friends and creating in that whole vibe. So mm. met Lady and the Tramp when I was in the group back in the day. Um, and over the years, we've just been creating beautiful music, beautiful music, right? And I remember one day in particular, I think Odie by Nature was doing some kind of show and just, mm, they needed extra backgrounds, right? But the extra backgrounds was only the, hey, ho. So like, we just did that. And not in my mind for a minute did I think years later, I would be on tour with these guys. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was brought on, I did a few backgrounds, years past of working and working. And then I was actually brought back in to work with a few other artists who are also on Illtown Sluggers. And then, um, you know, I was there as a songwriter, helping with harmonies, vocal production, and all of that fun stuff, and writing as well. And mm -hmm. um, I just feel like I just kept proving myself and my craft and who I was. And um, I got a phone call during the pandemic, like, are you ready to go? And I was ready to go. And here I am, so yeah. Yeah, you're a very well-rounded musician and songwriter. A lot of people might not know about all the songwriting you've done, but uh, what was one of your uh, favorite songs that you wrote for another artist? Um, one of my favorite songs I wrote for another artist, um, I would say there's a song called All Night that um, myself and my team, Lady in the Tramp, we wrote for Tori Norton from Power. Um, we actually wrote her a song called All Night. It hasn't been released yet, but it will be very soon. And it's an amazing song. Like it has a great vibe, the words, the lyrics. Um, my team was able to push me and help me to like think out the box and just be more creative. So I think during that time is when like, I was really understanding my craft as well. So um, I would say All Night will probably be my favorite one so far. Oh, good. 
I like a lot of the new stuff I've been hearing from you. I watched the the videos for Fiesta and for Forever Yesterday as well. Um, Fiesta is such a summer jam. Thank you. Such a good song. Fiesta is a jam. I'm really happy that the people have, when you, I'm sure you saw it at the shows, the yeah. people love Fiesta so much and everyone's in the audience dancing along with us, having a good time. Like, I'm proud of Fiesta as well because um, Fiesta was actually an idea we just had and it's being heard by thousands of people every day. So mm -hmm. Fiesta is probably like up against um, all night as well, yeah. too I, I love that tune it was beautiful you know what i don't know i kind of got almost like a craig david vibe you know i actually heard that before i heard craig david yeah i heard craig david before and i've heard um craig david and neo yeah i definitely heard craig david though and that's random because a lot of people do not know who craig david is and the people who know who he is will understand why so I get that. I can totally understand that. Who are your, some of your influences when you were becoming a young songwriter and singer? Mm, honestly, I'm influenced by everybody. I listen to all kinds of the music, but there's mm -hmm. definitely a few people who stick out in my head as far as a songwriter. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Babyface. Um, mm. Huge fan of Babyface until this day. I am definitely going to work with Babyface one day. Like... That yes, is you are. Time. I'm gonna work like he's like my uncle in my head, or like a musical daddy. Honestly, I, I'm gonna hold you. Um, <laughs> definitely, Babyface. Um, there's a, another songwriter. His name is James Fauntleroy. Um, I, I think that he's a great storyteller. I like the way that he just like forms his songs. It's just super creative and out the box. Um, Chris Brown. I love his writing style as well. Um, I'm honestly influenced by everybody, but for sure, those three are the people who sticks out in my mind right now. Okay, well, now that you're still on tour with Illtown Sluggers, a lot of people are always asking me about uh, the bear. What's yes. the bear's name? The bear's name is Slugger. It's Slugger. 
And then yeah. it's Slugga. And I got to meet Slugga too. And I was so excited. But I was like, oh, I wonder if it's always the same person. But Slugga is Slugga. Slugga is Slugga. Is it always the same person? That's the first I've heard that. So um, let's just throw the bad in the mix. Yeah, it might be a different person every time. You never know a Slugga. So yeah. It's all in the but Slugga is Slugga. Yes, Slugger is Slugger. <laughs> Everyone has been asking, who's that under there? I'm like, it's Slugger. <laughs> what is his name? Of, what are some of the highlights so far of this tour? Because this tour is going to wrap up in about a week, approximately. <sighs> I can't believe it's already that far gone. You remind me that it's about to be over. Oh, man. You just got me in my feelings. And the people on mm-hmm. here, it's all saying the same thing right now. I do not want yeah. it to be over. Um, oh. What are some of the highlights? Oh, you really just got me a little sad. No, think of all the good times oh, you've had. Let's start, let's, I want to recap some of the great memories you've had on this yeah, tour, definitely. too. Honestly, some, some of the highlights I would say is... um. This is a major one for me. So being in New York and being the person I've always been, right? The people who are around me the most and who love me and who know me, they always tell me like, you have great energy and you're a great person and you know, you're very likable and approachable and all of that fun stuff. Um, to go on the road and meet these complete strangers who feel the same way about me that, who don't really know me in that way, but everybody speaks on this tour to me like everyone's like hey ryan and i'm like how do these people even know my name salt and pepper and and, and vogue cindy i got her on my wall i gotta snap a picture of this she knocked on the door and asked for me personally yesterday and then i'm talking assault i slept on her bus the other day i'm just like People from new kids like donnie stopped me in the hall and he's like man you out there killing it like I'm just getting these confirmation flowers from these people who I watch every night, night after night, night after night. And just everybody has been amazing. Everyone's team, the staff, the crew, the people from catering, like I'm just really meeting some really awesome people. So that's the highlight for me, even a bunch of blockheads. Like I'm just meeting so many sweet, genuine kind-hearted people and um that's definitely definitely like the highlight for me I'm just like super blessed to just be a part of this experience like everybody's so nice to me and I'm like this is crazy like (laughs) I love this for myself I love this for you too I mean and yes blockheads are so loving and they'll know all about you you know, now that you've done this tour and they know the words your career. Song. They, they bring me gummy bears and all my favorite things. I'm just so like, it's a few of them on here right now who's watching, like mm-hmm. just amazing people and just who just love my voice. It's been, it's been people in the audience crying, like after I get on stage and they hug me like, thank you for dancing with me and people in the it's just all different kinds of people who I'm meeting. And I'm just really like, I just love this so much. Like I'm a different person after this. Like I know that internally, like this is just different for me. So yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy, man. I'm meeting so many awesome people. And I'm glad you're I, getting to play I, these I arenas. 
I'm glad that people are hearing your voice, you know, who haven't yet. So this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like for a while, I've just prayed for impact. Impact has been like a major word for me. Um, and I don't even mean like a million followers or what have you. It's like what people get from me and my heart. I want to impact people in, 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 in that type of way. So I love that, that people are being, are having this impact on my heart, my personality, my music, my style, who I am is like, you know, people are understanding it and I love that, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm just grateful. I'm super grateful. I cried like a baby yesterday. I'm just so happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's emotional and it's a good thing too. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dope Nostalgia listeners, I love you and I thank you so much for being a part of this show and its success over the last two years. We have what's called Patreon for those who want to support the show financially. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a subscriber and get bonus content, early podcast release, all kinds of cool behind the scenes stuff, and more. There's different tiers of membership starting at only $1 a month. And we even have some special merch for you guys who are in it for the long run. So please join our Patreon. It's at www.patreon.com forward slash dope nostalgia. Hello, this is erotica romance author, podcaster, sex blogger, Ruin Willow. Oh, yeah with Ruin Willow Podcast. And on my podcast, I talk about all things related to sex, sexuality, sexual health, erotica. I want to help you enjoy your life and have better sex using the tools of erotica, erotic audio, and interviews talking with sexuality experts in the field of sexual health, sexuality, and sexual wellness. Come listen to my podcast. I have a wide range of topics and fiction erotica storytelling it's the truth your principal can't smile can't swim can't run and can't stand bubble tape your school bus driver can't drive wears curlers makes funny noises won't try bubble tape no way jose bubble tape it's six feet of bubble gum for you Too much on my plate, girl. A good guy off the fence. A lot of mistakes, girl. And action loves expense. The sun won't shine through shadows and lies act just like arrows through a heart. Oh, 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 oh. If I were to just figure it out. Figure it out that, 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 that anything worth figuring out is worth figuring out. If I would have been thinking about who's worth thinking about, we should have been eternity forever, as they say. But now forever's off the table, forever's off the table. Dish best served alone Forever's on the table 
You've been inviting uh, Griffin McIntyre on some of the shows to come up and join you guys on stage. How's that? How's that going? He's Griffin quite a talent, is, hey? He is such an, an amazing kid. And it's crazy to watch him because he's only 14 years old, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't want to sound cliche and be like, I see him in me and that whole bit. But like, I know how it felt not to have support from people at that age. So I just make sure like I take him under my wing and we just talk, you know, like the things he liked, the things he don't like, he's getting better as a performer. He plays an instrument. He could dance his butt off. He has great style. He's a handsome kid. He has a great voice. Like he's just been a nice fresh, um, uh, a nice breath of fresh air being around the crew. Um, it's been amazing. Like, he and I have been working on music together. Um, I've been coming up with a bunch of great ideas for him. So we're about to be like big brother, baby brother, best friends in a way. Like I love that kid. Yeah, he's amazing. He's got a bright future too. Yeah. He, he has a super bright future, man. He's so swagged out and like, I know he's only 14, but he knows who he is and what he wants. So mm -hmm. it's just amazing. Like, I'm just happy to have him apart and hanging out with us. His dad is super cool too. Everybody is just like amazing on there. That makes me happy. I was yes. going to tell you, have you been seeing those kitty cat ears all around the arena? I have been seeing, it's like a glow in the dark ears and they have yeah, like, yeah, I've been seeing those. Yeah, that's a group of us. It's a group of us blockhead friends that know each other from all around North America. So I, I have, mine, have mine here. I have been <laughs> seeing those. Yes, and they light up. So we've been we've been yeah. playing them everywhere. <laughs> Guys, these are the ears that she's talking about, y'all. Yeah, kitty, meow meow crew right here. So like, yeah, yeah, it's a group of friends and we all been wearing them to the shows. I love that. I love that. When you see those meow 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 girls out for the next few shows, give them a shout out. <laughs> I will definitely give them a shout out and I will let them all know that you and I spoke and I know about this group now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll follow you on Instagram and everything and help support yeah, absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, please do. And I'll do the same. <laughs> um, now thinking about going into the future, are there any collaborations you've always wanted to make or do you have any coming up that you'd like to share? Ooh, um, definitely Griffin McIntyre, of course. Um, I do see myself in the future just working with everyone. Like I do not want to put a cap on my creativity at all. I would love to work with the Funky Divas and Vogue. We mm. actually spoke about that the other day at Catering. So that would be super cool to write songs for them. Um, Rick Astley, of course. Look, everybody on the tour, I would love to obviously work with. Um, but um, who would be a person I would love to collaborate with? Um, I feel like it's always been the same person or the same two people. Um, I, was, I would say Brandy and Chris Brown. I would say Brandy because I just feel like um, I would love to. Oh yeah, and Michael Jackson. Um, yeah. I would love. I would love for Brandy to see like her impact, you know, and how much I've learned and 
how to use my voice in different ways and different textures and colors and harmonies and all that fun stuff. And then as far as like Chris Brown, um, I just, I love how free and open he is when he's creating, you know, he can do pop, rock, R&B, um, Afro pop, um, trap, drill, you know, he's just open to everything. And I love that, that with Chris Brown, Michael Jackson is just a genius all around. So I wouldn't even want to say anything. I would just want to be in the corner and just watch him do his thing, him right there. His yeah. process and be in the and presence of it. Randy's right there. So I got my people around me. This is I the legend. I love that. Here. <laughs> I love that. I've been, I've been like admiring it the whole time too. And, uh, yeah, there's still plenty of room for more albums. Oh, oh yeah, I have, <laughs> I have a slot open right here, this line. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, while were we, while were we, while we were in um, Missouri, I want to say, mm -hmm. um, one of a, a close friends of the guys, he went to his store, and I bought a bunch of albums. I bought like old school Sierra, Cisco, One Twelve, and I have a whole box of like vinyls anyway. But yeah, I'm going to definitely change these around, add some more, pull a few off. So I love vinyls. Yeah. I've had these since I was a little boy. So and you probably There's have quite a good collection now. I do. How have you been taking care of your voice over the years, especially when you're on the road? Do you have a routine to take care of your your singing? Um, that's a very interesting. Um, I'm sorry, it wasn't Missouri, it was Minnesota. Thank you, Eric Elstrom. That's been my buddy. Ah. Like, I love Eric. He's like the best. Hi, Eric. Um, <laughs> I say hi, Eric. Um, how do I take care of my voice? Honestly, um rest i drink a lot of tea i think i drink tea at least three to four times a day um and i don't like to yell at all like that's just not my like thing like screaming just exhausts the vocal cords so um i'm normally in this chill state um i don't like to over talk so you know i'll for sure be in a corner just chilling, doing my thing. But um, I would say just drinking tea and just getting rest and eating halls and yeah. staying hydrated and all of those things, I would say has been keeping me um, in top notch vocal shape. So I've been happy about that. It's working. I was nervous. Whatever I was like, you're doing. Do not get sick on this tour. So it's been great. <gasps> That's probably been a real challenge. I'm so glad that everyone's been able to get through all of the, the dates relatively unscathed, hey? It really has been a challenge. And um, I was thinking about that the other day, like even the new kids and everyone, like everyone's definitely taking care of themselves. And, you know, even though we are around thousands of people, um, as mm. much as we can, we keep our mask on and, um, you know, definitely taking our vitamins, eating right and doing, and doing all of those things play a major part. So I am happy yeah. that, um, yeah, it's been going. Knocking, good. I'm knocking on wood. The rest Knock of it, it's, it's, wood. it's gonna be great. <laughs> I ain't got time. <laughs> now, we think about the '90s a little bit here with me. Um, what do you think the youth of today can learn from listening to some good '90s R&B or, you know, some New Jack Swing? What do you think that that could teach them? 
what can the what new did you yeah like um, the new generation I like that question. Um, I think a lot of the new generation will learn from the '90s how to be original. Mm. I feel like I like, and here's the thing: for the most part, there was a blueprint during the '90s. I would say. I mean, we see that now looking back, you know. But I feel like in that time, everybody was just doing what they felt, you know, like um. Mm creating different sounds like even right now Beyonce brought back this well Beyonce didn't bring it back excuse me it's been around for a while but um it's a re-emergence and in a more um bigger way this electric pop sound it's been around since the 90s you know what I mean so I just feel like people will definitely learn how to be original you know um I look back at everybody who I see and all the groups like TLC, Joe to see, um, people on their own, like Mary J. Blige and Method Man, and just all of these people had this originality about them. You know, everyone now looks the same, they sound the same, they talk the same, they party the same. There's yeah. no like, and this is just all my opinion, y'all. So don't cancel me, okay? Um, <laughs> Hey, I agree hundred percent. But yeah, I would definitely say um, originality is just so important. And um, see, I come from that era. So I, mm-hmm. I try to exude that originality as much as possible because I know there's a lot of copycats out here. So yeah, we, look, a major part of where Lane came from, you know, just doing mm-hmm. my own thing and being original, being a lane maker. What's up, y'all? Doing my thing. Yeah. That's the best. The lane maker. I love that. Yeah, I love the lane makers. I love them. I love it. But I agree with you. And I can tell when I listen to your songs that's like I I'm not usually one who listens to a lot of new music anymore because I'm just not like it's like what you said. A lot of Thanks. it's just the same old thing. But when I listen to your songs, I felt so different about them, like in a good positive way. I was like, I want to listen to these. I'm going to put these in my playlist and keep them, keep them listening to them because they're great. Thank you. Thank you. Like that is definitely one thing about music in general or with my own music. I want you to feel, I want you to feel something. Even when I'm in a studio and creating, like I have to feel it don't have to always be goosebumps, but I have to feel like the story is already there. You know what I mean? And I want to. I want people to feel that. I want people to like close their eyes. I could be black, white, Japanese. It does not matter. It's good music, and it just makes you feel away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even with the genre, any type of genre, I just want to experiment, create, and just do what comes from my heart you know I even in a studio creating yes I can be a little hard on myself and I'll tweak things and go back but in the moment I just like doing what I feel and then I just go from there you know what I mean so it's all about a feeling for me that's good that's good creativity and yeah good vibes <laughs> So before we wrap things up too I always want to ask people um what kind of things they can take them back to the 90s like toys clothing styles you know maybe a song can you think of something that really reminds you and gets you nostalgic about the 90s 
Oh my God, yes. Off the back, something came to my head, a Walkman and a CD player. Yeah, the Discman too. When I tell you, I done been through so many batteries in my life and headphones <laughs> and Walkmans and like growing up, I didn't really want like video games and that whole bit. I was just all about like, I want CDs, I want cassettes. I wanted a record player forever. And nobody got me one until I was old enough to get my own. I found one at a thrift shop, but that's a whole nother conversation. And, but I would say definitely a Walkman. Um, I used to bring a book bag full of like just I had a book of everybody's album and with the book sleeve and I would just bring it around with me everywhere, changing on the train, on the platform. Yeah, like I would definitely say a Walkman or a CD player has definitely like changed the game for me and will just always stick out to me. Not too much the fashion only because um, I was very young. I wasn't really paying attention to the fashion, but now, it, in, it inspires my whole style now for sure. But for sure, a Walkman and CD player is what would bring me back, yeah. It was the thing that you needed to have with you at all times, like the phone all is now, time. right? Like, you know, people need a blanket or like a teddy bear. <laughs> I have my headphones on and it wasn't like AirPods or earbuds. It was the big old ugly headphones and it was mm. around the edges and yeah. But I love those. Those I'm, are great. <laughs> I'm my age right now, but it's okay. I'm grown. You know what? Earbuds, <laughs> I'm not Air, AirPods. I'm not a big fan of them on an airplane because as soon as one fell out of my ear, good luck trying to get it off the floor. <laughs> like, get it off the floor. You might doze off and fall somewhere. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot. Yeah. So I'm, for air travel, I'm bringing these, these big cans. I got my headphones right here close by. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and it was nice to going to see you guys at the Slugger Lounge because I got a chance to thank Uncle Vin for being on this show um, about a year and a half ago. I love that. Yes, yes. We were still in lockdown. He came in and uh, graced us with a, with a fantastic interview. So I wish you guys the best of thank luck for so the rest much. of the tour and making music going forward. What do we have to look forward to? Thank you so much. Um, what to look forward to? So I'm manifesting another tour. Definitely another tour in the works, right? Because yes. at this point, I'm just like in love with the process. I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm having the time of my life. But honestly, what to look forward to from Ryan Lane? I would say everything. I've been doing everything for so long, and I just want to keep on getting better at those things. So whether it's teaching, fashion, music, um, just look forward to everything. Like, I'm going to keep on doing what makes me happy, um, keep on doing what brings me joy and keeps me in the space. Um, expect everything, 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 acting, clothing, um, obviously more music, dancing. I still want to keep on teaching. Honestly, I've been really in a space of doing a lot of artist development as well. Um, mm. I used to do that back in the day with this girl group. So um, I just want to do everything that, that that makes this heart of mine bubble and warm. You know what I'm saying? So look forward to everything because like me being on this tour and even me being in my apartment right now, like I'm not slowing down for shit. So it's on nice. for real, for real. Good. Yeah. You've made a um, lot of new fans on this tour. I'm watching. I'm sorry, but yeah. <laughs>
you made a lot of new fans on this tour and that's fantastic. So thank you so much. Thank I'll you. Be, thank you. I'll be keeping up with what you're doing. And also, you know, since we're up in Canada, we would love to have you come visit. Absolutely. I would love to come to Canada. I only been there one time and I went for work and I didn't like experience the, you know, energy of Canada. So I would love to. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. It was so ha I'm so happy to have had this chat with you, Ryan. So thank you. Thank you. It was great talking to you as well. Like I love doing interviews and like expressing and exchanging. So thank you. Enjoy those last shows. Here you go. Here you go. Thank you so much. Ah! <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye. Bye, my love. Have a good one. You too. All right. Hey, kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at NostalgiaDope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.